guys, you're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. What a week it's been. I promise, guys, I promise that next week episodes are going back to Mondays, but it was President's Day today. And I thought to myself, you know, I got a really busy day because I'm doing things. And y'all are probably not going to work today anyway. So. If you listen to this podcast like on your way to work or something, you're not going to miss out today. You could do it tomorrow. You could listen to it tomorrow. So, I promise, I'm back on my shit. I'm back on my Monday shits next week, but hey, I hope you ha- I hope you had yesterday off. I know not everybody did and there's a lot of you guys who don't live in the states, so I apologize, but your girl had things to do. It's been it's been quite so it snowed twice last week but I, and I'll say I'm not really bothered by it like I like it because it's not like that that like hard to shovel snow you know it's pretty light so it's just a little dusting a little scrape off the car didn't prevent me from going anywhere but I'm not gonna be that girl that ta- ow just hit the wall I'm not gonna be that girl that talks about the weather um every week although I am so hold me accountable anyway This episode is not sponsored by Poppy, if you're watching on YouTube, but it should be because I can't stop drinking these things. That's some Poppy. Okay. All right. We're not doing this today. If you're not watching on YouTube, you won't see, but I have been spending money left and right lately on just new things and we're not not new things but like things that need to be replaced and all that kind of crap and today I go to set up for my podcast as I do and my you're like really pretty neon sign that's a staple behind me decided "Eh, we're just gonna turn off randomly when we feel like it so I hope it's not dying because I really can't afford to replace that so if you see the light go off behind me I'm just don't mind me just gonna go and fix that and uh light it back up but like I was saying this episode is not sponsored by poppy but it should be because I can't stop drinking it the root beer flavor is a little bit off I will say I think the what's the other brand Olipop's a little bit better but I can't I literally can't stop drinking this shit and when I was in San Diego Nush and I went to oh what's it called um True Food Kitchen. And I've been to them before. I've been to Santa Monica. I went in Chicago. I love it. It's all like natural food, super healthy, but not like a vegan place or anything. No offense to you vegans, but that shit doesn't do anything for me. So we're sitting eating dinner and Nish is like, I really want a soda. And I was like, all right, Nish, like live your best life. Like I ain't judging you. Go for it. So she asks the woman, "Um, can I have a Coke Zero, please? And she's like, I'm sorry, we don't have Coke. And she was like kind of giving her like this look. And then she's like, oh, okay, like what sodas do you have? And she was like, um, we don't sell soda here. We're kind of like really healthy. Um, I can get you like a prebiotic Olipop. And Nush gave me this look like what the fuck and tried it and was like, this shit sucks. And I was like, Nush, I want to be on your side. Because this waitress just sassed you for asking for a Coke. But I'm not because I really, really like this shit. Um, I'm drinking the Doc Pop flavor right now. This one came in. I got it from Costco. The variety pack of Doc Pop, root beer, and grape. was never a grape soda person. So I'll let you guys know what I think about the grape. But I am a little scared to try it. However, 25 calories. Ingredients are sparkling water, organic cane sugar, apple juice, fruit color, organic apple cider vinegar, organic agave inulin, natural flavors, stevia, natural tartaric acid, and natural caffeine. I love I love a, a, a food product that's not like a whole food where I can pronounce all the ingredients. I love that shit. Anyway, though, I'm drinking that. And I will continue to do so through the episode because one, your girl's thirsty. Two, your girl needs caffeine to get through this. Because last week we were a little bit sleepy, but this week we're back. Um, exciting, exciting news for you guys. I launched the, annou- or the announcement of my next 30-day challenge 
on my Instagram. So if you're rolling your eyes going yada, 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 this isn't for me. Listen up, folks, because this one's for everyone. The last 30 day challenge I did really focused on building healthy habits and establishing a healthy routine before the new year started. So that was more of like, a, I'm not in the gym. I, I don't know what to do. I've tried, but I can't stay consistent. This 30 day challenge is called movement is medicine. And the whole premise behind it, and I'm going to be sending out lessons every week, is how movement, exercise, movement in your day makes you a healthier person, how it prevents diseases, how it can prevent, like, or how it can help you manage your stress and your anxiety levels. It doesn't make things better. It can't make depression go away, but it helps you manage things like that. And it doesn't mean you have to be in the gym doing a strenuous weightlifting workout six times a week, but what other intentional movement can you do to help your longevity? And your overall health. So you guys can sign up for that at liftswithlizcoaching.com. Um, or the form is also just on liftswithliz.com. If you put in the, the little reasoning text box, the code word podcast, then you will get a special 30% off. It's already way, way, way cheaper than my regular personal training. It's like, not, okay, I'm not going to say way, 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 because that's really dramatic. But it is at a discounted rate, and you do get all the benefits of training with me. And if you use the code podcast, you will get an additional 30% off. So I, in the most blunt way, I'm going to say, you know what? It's up to you if you want to be lazy or not. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. I want to do this new thing called hot topics and talk about that kind of stuff every week before we get into things. But I need to I need to ask you guys something. This came up because I was in the gym yesterday and Marissa and I were talking about Guitar Hero. Some song came on. She was like, I used to play this on Guitar Hero. And it just took me back to the Wii days. And then I got down this whole rabbit hole of why don't people play with Wii's anymore? But that's not that's not the discussion for today. We'll We'll simply save that for another time. I was thinking about how we used to play Guitar Hero and we used to play Mario Kart, my brother and I. And I'm two years older than my brother. I, in the most literal sense of the term, like was a, like I dicked around my brother as a kid. He was like, I was the older sister. So I got the the Guitar Hero guitar that looked really nice and was like looked like brown like wood and he got the plain little white one that was slightly smaller and just boring because I'm the older one. You know, when we played Mario Kart, I got the steering wheel that looked like a real car and had something that you could put on like a table to steer while he just had the white one that came with the Wii because I'm the older sister. I was player one. He was always player two. And we don't do that anymore, okay? I have changed. I think there was one day, and I remember this so clearly. I was like a sophomore in high school, I think. I think I was a sophomore in high school. And my brother and I, I was just messing around with him, like doing what I do. Like, I don't know. I would do stupid things. Like we would sit on the opposite side of the couch, and I would like kick him with my feet just to be annoying, so one day we were getting like a little rough with each other as, as siblings do. And he like pinned me down and just popped one at me, which wasn't right. And he got yelled at for hitting a girl, but I will tell you, I was asking for it. I literally was asking for it. But in that moment, I wasn't thinking like, ow, like you hurt me. I was thinking, oh, fuck, my reign has come to an end. And I look back at it now and it's just, it's just older sister things. It wasn't out of like, I wanted to be mean to my brother and blah, 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 blah. But I, <laughs> I owe him an apology, I'll say. And he'll only get this apology if he's supporting me and listening to this podcast, which I doubt he is. But I'm putting it out there. I'm sorry for being an asshole of a big sister. 
when we were kids. I truly should have let you use the brown wooden guitar hero guitar at least once. Here goes the light again. All right, hold on. In my mind, though, like I'm very superstitious when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like we would play trouble and he would always be red and I would always be blue and we couldn't switch it up because it was just like that's my color like that's my thing so I don't think it really bothered him that much I think it was more of a thing where like we just picked our guitars and then those were our guitars or it's more of like I picked it and then he got the other one and then that just stayed our thing because we're we're very superstitious like that we both are always the same thing when we play Monopoly but I was asking it, it got me thinking because I was with John at the gym when this happened and his brother was there, his younger brother and John's the oldest. So I was like, Hey Pat, did John like mess, like, like just like boss you around, like bully you when you were a kid. And Pat was like, no. And I was like, wait, what? Cause they're boys. So I'm thinking like, it's gotta be way worse. So then John's like, what? And I'm like, you know, like I would always choose, like I would always have my brother have the shittier guitar when we play guitar here and I would take the nice one. And John was like, oh, no, it wasn't that much of an asshole. And I was like, oh, I do owe my brother an apology. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Like, am I, am I like, was I sinister? Or did you guys do that shit too? I don't know. I was just, listen, he didn't make it hard. He didn't put up a fight. But um, I apologize for taking my position as the big sister too seriously and for dicking you around Brendan if you're listening to this which you're probably never going to but yeah anyway I want to do this new thing this new new little segment called hot topics because I'm always talking to you guys about what's going on and pop culture and tv and shit but I figured if you don't like it you just you just skip over it so Let's get into the hot topics of the week and my opinions on them. And the first thing that we're going to talk about is Joey, the bachelor. Don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to try. Um, <laughs> mistaking Gypsy Rose Blanchard for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. A long moment of silence there. Listen, I'm going to say... Is it the worst effect? I laughed. And I feel like if you got offended by that, you just have to laugh. Like you need to lighten up. I'm sorry. I don't like to tell people what to do a lot when it comes to like their opinions. And I guess this is like slightly political, but it's just funny. He didn't do anything racist. You know, some of these old bachelors, like you find them like dressing up as like blackface when they're younger or like Say, tweeting racist things like Joe, we just got a little listen. R R G B or R B G, Gypsy G R B. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you didn't really know who I knew who Gypsy was because when, uh, whatever that show was, uh, what was that show that they made about her? I don't know. I don't know, whatever that show was, like, that's when I really dove into it. I was like, holy shit, I remember this from my childhood. Um, but if you don't know anything about her, then you really don't know anything about her. It's unfortunate. They are vastly different. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a very big part of history, especially for women um, and a very, very important woman. But it's just funny. I'm sorry. It just gets me laughing. And the embarrassment that he probably had when he realized that he was wrong. But I, I saw like an article this week that was like, Joey the, from The Bachelor publicly apologizes for blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God. Can we all just take a second and laugh at this? That's all I got to say on that is it's just I thought I thought it was funny. But. Next topic, another controversial topic. Let's talk about Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, okay? And I know I'm like a little bit late on this, but I want to dive further into it because I listened to New Heights on Wednesday and everything that I had said about it, Travis kind of backed, Travis and Jason backed up. So 
if you weren't watching this, you had, you had to see it. You've got to see the memes by now. Um, after it just validated my opinions even more when I heard Jason and Travis talking about it and the way that they phrased it was like they're very emotional people and sometimes it's a really good thing because it allows them to do things like put their all on a football field but they because they are very emotional have a hard time controlling it it also has moments like that where you scream and go off at people and honestly I think the people that were mad about it were the people that don't watch football. They're the people who were watching for Taylor Swift. No offense, my Swifty girls, but let's just hold up for a second. Should Travis have yelled at Andy Reid like that? No. It's disrespectful. You should not yell at anybody like that, especially your coach. But he didn't shove Andy Reid. If you look at it closely... He went to go grab him, and I think Travis Kelsey really forgot that he's like six foot five, and Andy Reid's getting up there in age. He grabbed him a little too hard. Andy Reid wasn't looking, and he like kind of stumbled back a little. He did not shove him, and Andy Reid's not offended. Andy Reid was fine about it. He was like, he like I think Travis said that he like Andy called him over like a few minutes later, and in his mind he was like. I am about to get absolutely reamed for what I just did. And Andy was like, all right, this is going to be the next play, blah, 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 blah. Um, just not really focusing on that. And I think Travis apologized to him. He was like, I should not have done that. But Andy was like, listen, it was the heat of it was a very important game. You were frustrated because you weren't on the field to help stop something from happening and whatever. So I'm on that same page. That's my opinions on it. Should he have done it? No. Like, do you, does he probably need to work on controlling his emotions? Yes. But I just, like, he didn't push him. Like, he didn't shove him. And I think it was made to be a bigger deal than it was. And if anything, we got a fantastic meme out of it. Fantastic. Let's see. I had some other things on my on my list. Let's see. Oh, the People's Choice Awards were this week. I didn't watch them. I wasn't home last night, so I got nothing to say. The only things I do have to say is Ariana Maddox won some sort of award for being on Dancing with the Stars, which is so valid. And Kyle Richards looked great. And she continues to look great. She looks the same as she did when she started Beverly Hills. Last thing, Taylor sang You Were Losing Me for like the first time live in Melbourne this week. And I watched it and I had full body chills and I cried a little bit. I don't, I've said this before. I don't understand how singers can go on a stage and sing a song, especially Taylor. She writes like a star. I don't know how she gets up there and sings such meaningful words with so much hurt behind them. And is okay. And gets through it. You could see the emotion on her face. And she gets through it without a quiver in her voice. Not me. I'm listening to this in bed. By myself. And I got tears in my eyes. Like what? Yeah. I would like to hear that one day. That one will, that one will proper fuck me up. But yeah. Those are, those are my hot topics for the week. We do have a packed episode and a good interview. This week, so I want to move things along and let's get started by jumping in to this week's highlights. Okay, highlights for the week. Super freaking excited because I bought hair tinsel. Yep, I've learned that I can never really, whenever I like, I can't really say I hate anything because I always come around to liking it. You know, it just takes takes me time. Over the summer, I met up with my cousin who lives in Southern California, and she's like younger than me, so she's a junior in college. And she had some hair tinsel in her hair. And I remember thinking to myself, like, "Oh, that's pretty," but like, it's kind of extra, like whatever. And here I am putting hair tinsel in my hair. Um, good for her for being a first mover and doing it before I realized that I wanted it. But I had three dollars left to spend on a gift card that I had at Boohoo. And I said to myself, mm, let me look in the accessories department. And I saw this pa- this this package of hair tinsel and I said to myself, fuck it. 
absolutely fuck it. We're doing it. The only people I really see are people who live on the West Coast. I'm bringing it back to the East Coast. Let's fucking do this thing. Um, so I bought it. And then these girls that go to my gym are hairdressers or hairstylists, whatever. And Zena and Marissa and I were trying to put it in our own hair. And it was falling out. And we were not doing it in the right way. So I said to this girl, Danielle, I said, Danielle, help. Please make my hair look pretty and I'll let you in on my 30 day challenge. So of course she did no, no hesitations at all, but she put in the hair tinsels. Like she re put them in with little beads. So now the beads stay and she had some too. So now I have little bits of golden pink sparkles in my hair and y'all know how I feel about pink and sparkles. And I like it. And I went to Staples the other day to drop off an Amazon return. And the guy at the desk said, I like your hair. Not that I needed his validation, but I'm glad that I got it because it made me feel sassy and cute. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my non-health and fitness-related highlight of the week. My health and fitness related highlight of the week is I got my ass back to hot yoga, okay? I've been taking a hiatus. And I'm going to be straight up with you. Part of it was because my rotator cuff was bothering me. Other part was because I really like this instructor on Friday nights. And I've actually had things to do on Friday nights. Thank you very much. And the third part is literally just because it's cold outside and I'm being a lazy piece of shit. So I said to myself, it's going to feel so nice and toasty inside hot yoga. Get your freaking ass in there. You bought a five pack of passes. Go use it. And I learned a new pose. I learned the infinity pose. I'm not even going to begin to describe it here because it's going to make absolutely no sense. So you do me a favor and you go Google that (laughs) and let me know your thoughts and tell me that you're impressed. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, people, people like me even struggle sometimes with staying committed. I say that half sarcastically or half mockingly, but seriously, um, I think it's important also to point out these, these, these influencer people, they're no superheroes. They don't got it all figured out. The shit's not always together. I told myself I'm going to go to hot yoga just once, just once a week. And then I took like four weeks off. I fuck up too, just like you guys, but I pick myself back up and we're going, we're going, I'm going to go again this week and I will tell you guys next week because I swear to God, I will. And that concludes the short segment of my weekly highlights for the week. If you've been looking around for protein powders and you have not been able to find the right one, they're too clumpy. The ingredients are eh. You need to try one up, guys. I keep saying it week over week. You got to try one up. I have so many clients who are like, I can't get my protein in for the day. It's impossible. I say, hey, sister, go get yourself some collagen peptides or some clear protein. You put that in water. It's got a sports drink consistency. You're not chugging down a thick ass protein shake. You're just taking some sips. And then the next thing you know, you got like 36 grams of protein down the hatch. And their stuff tastes so good. I put on my story this week, my kiwi guava creatine. I mix that with some seltzer instead of water, some plain seltzer. And it is chef's kiss for the gains. Chef's kiss. So make sure that you shop at 1UP if you're looking for supplements. Use the code LIZ20 for a 20% off discount. And let me know what product is your guys' favorite. All right, everyone. I'm here with a very special guest today. I am joined by Savannah Sharp. How are you today, Savannah? I am very good. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining me. I've been following you for a while and I wanted to have you on the podcast because you're a little bit different than the rest of the people that I follow. I follow a lot of, you know, classic just personal trainers, um, like bikini competitors and stuff. But I've noticed that you, I don't... So I don't know too much about it, but you have competed in a different league than like the IFBB and it yes. looks really pretty and really sparkly and <laughs> yeah. I I needed to have you on so I could just ask you all the questions. About okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm your girl for it. So it's a little bit different because like you said, um, I'm kind of solo out here in the world of glamour and fitness. Yeah. So- 
uh, I originally started, you know, bodybuilding and traditional bodybuilding. Like that's where that drew me into it. I was in the MPC for 2017 to 2023. And then I switched. So 2023, I switched into the Glamour Federation. And it's still, it's body, it's bodybuilding esque, but it's more like fitness and pageants kind of meet together. So I don't consider it bodybuilding, even though we look similar because the tan is similar and the suits are kind of similar, but it's more of a fitness pageant is how I describe it. That seems pretty cool. I haven't, people have been in my ear for years. Like you should really compete. You do so well, do like, you should go into bikini, but I get a little bit nervous just about like the strictness of the diet and your hormones and stuff. So when you're training or like prepping, I guess, for this new sort of competition, like what does it look like compared to your bikini prep? So prep is still prep. The only true difference between this one is how conditioned that we get and how aggressive that cardio gets and that dieting gets. So there is a little more flexibility as far as like you know, what I'm eating, it's still prep food, you know, it's like healthy chicken breast and, and rice, but like this improvement season, there's a lot more flexibility now in my food choices. So I'm having like more, I guess, diverse food. I'm not eating like such a, such a regimented diet. Like, you know how like the men bodybuilds, like, you know, tilapia and asparagus. Yeah. I'm like doing more macro swaps. So I feel like I have a better understanding of nutrition and it still was hard at the end, but like conditioning wise for reference, like I, um, in MPC, when I first started, I was 145 ish pounds. That was mm-hmm. like my heaviest weight. Mm-hmm. Then my first show I got on stage at 130 pounds. So I've been on stage at 130, 133, 135. And then at nationals in 2022 at my leanest and most muscular, I was 137 pounds. Okay. And that was for NPC. And then mm-hmm. when I turned pro, a you know, a couple months later in WBFF, I was 147 pounds. So I was 10 pounds heavier. Okay. And then I did a pro debut. I cut down a little bit. So I cut down six pounds and I was 141 pounds. So it's it's the same. I would say, you know, you're still doing cardio, you're still training, mm-hmm. you're still being progressively more restricted, and cardio increases as you're like competing, but like how lean I like, I felt okay. There's a certain point when you get super, super lean where you don't feel great. Yes. You feel like really, really bad. Yeah. I never got that way. And I exactly. still feel like I looked, I liked how I looked even when I was like leaner, just cause it was a little more full and it just looked better on my physique. Right. I didn't have to fight so hard. Cause it's really, it's really hard for me to get lean that's why I originally switched because I have what people call like thick, like literal thick skin. <laughs> I get stri- like striations and mm-hmm. in my tie-ins. So that's huge for in like traditional bodybuilding is like you want to get lean enough where you can see the details in your glutes and shoulders. Um, I had built up pretty good glutes. I still needed more. I just needed more and more and more. Just I needed more muscle to push through on my skin, but I was, I was very lean, but I still wasn't lean enough in my glutes. And it was, we just kind of were like, okay, I think it's just literally thick skin. So I could take time off, build muscle to push through the skin and then, you know, still get the same amount of leanness, but have more muscle. So then you can see those tie-ins mm-hmm. or it was, you know, take another one to two years off and mature. So then mm-hmm. my skin like thins out plus build muscle and then try again. And I didn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I just want to compete. Yeah. I don't want to take an off season. And this idea of the Glamour Federation came up. It's like, hey, I think there is something that you can do where we don't really have, like you could kind of do it in an off season physique while you're still working on growing all these different things. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? Let's just try it for the first show. We didn't cut super hard, which is it was, I was kind of like a trial. Like I didn't change my body right. because I still on the fence of like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I right. don't know what's going on. This is my first time. I'm just yeah. going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how it goes. And then I liked it. I ended up turning pro my first show, which was a whole different awesome. story. That was crazy. But then I'm like, okay, I really like this. I like how the muscle looks. 
the leg development is a little bit more curvy. They like the quads and the sweeps and they like full round glutes. Like, all right, they don't love shoulders so much. I'm like it's basically like a, like a bikini model, Instagram model type look. And I'm like, okay. all right, I like this. I love this a lot. So yeah, we stopped training upper body, started training glutes even more legs. I started adding quads, started doing more core work just to get everything defined and it's been a fun transition. It looks super fun. And I was looking back at your page. I remember when you went to Vegas, I had a friend who was at the show. Um, she actually asked me to go, but I think I was traveling or something and I couldn't go that weekend. But I was looking through that and I went back now and it just it looks more fun. If I, And I don't know how to put that in like a not that it's yeah. not as hard of work, but it just for me, like I am a girly girl through and through it, I don't look like it right now with like my beanie on and everything but I love everything that's pink and sparkly and all that so when I saw what you were doing I was like this seems kind of interesting I think I might be interested yeah it was I'm not gonna even lie like it was the most fun I'd ever had at a show it because looks so fun was it wasn't one day and I I really love that it's an event it's yeah. like a weekend event and like yeah. obviously you're shredded and you're like lean and everything but it's it gives you a chance to wear fun outfits that's um, the part that seemed the most fun yeah yeah and it's like when do you have an opportunity to not only like you know be in this glamorous bikini but then it's like on stage I gotta be in this like couture gown and yeah. then we had two different events. So the registration is a little bit more like glamorous. It's a red carpet event. So you, you really like more is more, uh, is, is so, so it goes. So like more sparkle feathers, like you could try crazy things with fitness, fashion, like pretty much anything goes. There's not a lot of rules and restrictions for stage. And then for those events, it's just show up and it's like be a celebrity for the weekend. It's kind of yeah. how like, it felt to me because I'm like, oh, okay, you have your hair and makeup done. You're yeah. looking really good. You're like two days out from your show, you're tanned up, you're glammed out. And then, okay, so now we're in, you know, we have your registration gala outfit. Then you have your media day that's like a theme kind of thing. So you got, you know, getting all the content for that. And then this, and then it's the show day. You got your suit and then you got your gown. And it's just like a production. So by the end of it, I was tired. Not gonna lie, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're two days out being in heels and like full glam two days out, that is, it's a little hard. It's yes. kind of like, uh, but it, like it, it makes it fun. And you start to meet the athletes ahead of time, which is a little bit different because it's a lot smaller and a lot more niche than another like bodybuilding federation. You have a chance to actually network with people, not once, but two days. So by the time mm -hmm. that you get to show day, you've seen, you know, everyone else two or three times, you've had small conversations right. with them. Yeah. It's not as intimidating once you right. get to show day because it's the third day of seeing the you know judges, competitors, people that like, and you're just starting to make those connections. And I knew no one, I knew not a single person going into it. Yeah. And it's 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 like especially for my pro show, like I didn't know anyone that I was competing. I didn't have like any friends. And you know, day two, I had girls like, hey, do you want to go to the show or like let's go backstage together and. It's, it's really fun just to be able to get a chance because I felt like before show day so fast, it go it, like it happens and it's over. And if you're not super social, like you don't really make friends unless you force it. Yeah. So I kind of do like that they force you to network. <laughs> so yeah. it's nice. I like that. It looked like from an outsider's point of view, not knowing anything about it, seeing it on social media, it looked like like the fitness competition version of the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Like that's exactly what it looked like. And I was like, I've always wanted to have my runway yeah. moment at five foot two. It's not going to yeah. happen otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any pageant experience growing up or anything? No, no, um, none. So I have two left feet. I nice. never had Same. dance experience. Yep. I played volleyball. That was my competitive background. Um, but 
through, you know, six years of bodybuilding posing, I worked really hard to make posing and look natural because it didn't come natural when I first started. So it was something that I like had to spend a lot of hours right. putting, you know, time into drills and like that experience translated really easily to learning how to pose like and modeling. So yeah. that was, it's kind of live modeling is what it is like on stage. And so that concept where it's kind of, a, it's, it's kind of a dance routine and bodybuilding poses and like 3d modeling. So it's like, you're doing like a live photo shoot that highlights your body, I guess. And it's, so it is kind of, it feels like a dance, I guess now, um, it's not natural. It's not <laughs> natural to like move on stage, but it's really fun. Like I grew up watching Victoria's secret fashion show yeah. and all of those modeling things. So like I had dreams of like, Oh, I wish I could be a Victoria's secret. Everyone Angel. does. Of course. Everyone does. And so I saw this and was like, this is it. I was like, but it's, a, it's, it's not like skinny stick models. It's not like they're like, skinny. yeah. Like, okay. They're a little filled out. Like we got yeah. muscle here. Like, Ooh, I really like how this look is. And that's exactly what it felt like on stage. It's like, you are in a glam, like a glamorized crystal bikini with the shoes. And yeah, I love that so on stage. The posing is there's no rules and regulations, except for in call-ups, they do quarter turns like wellness okay. does where you have like certain ways your body needs to face. So they'll cue you, mm -hmm. but your individual routine can, can be whatever, whatever that's fine. performance. It's, it's 10 to, I'd say 10 to 30 seconds. You can probably go over and they're not going to stop you, but I'd say 10 to 30 seconds of, you know, you do your individual, it's like a T walk where you come out and you just right. do a performance of whatever, like bodily poses that you like, but it's not about like holding poses it's flowing. Okay. So that was different. Like bodybuilding poses, you have standards, you hit right. the front pose, you hold it, you, you know, you do your transitions, but WPFF style is more okay. So how am I going to flow through this right. movement and do something? And you can like, you don't, I don't have to show off my weak sides. I can just do what so poses I like. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I really like that because if I didn't like how my body looked in a certain way, then I can right. hide it with like a hand or a twist. So it's a lot different, but it was fun because you couldn't mess up and no one right. would know. I like it too, just because I feel like it, the approach seems, even though it's like over the top and really sparkly and ostentatious, the whole process seems a little bit more realistic. Like just thinking back to the Victoria's Secret models, like we all everybody knows like what their diet and exercise regimen looked like. So to see girls in a similar atmosphere with some muscle on their legs, like, and not like, of course you're still trying to be lean and whatnot, but it's just more of a natural, like healthy body type. Like we're doing resistance training. We're still fueling our bodies. We're not completely starving ourselves. And in life, I mean, I want to look, what's important to me is I want to look good and feel good when I'm doing anything and I'm not standing there with my glutes posed for the whole like I'm moving around and that's I feel like that's how I want to feel comfortable and look good yeah it is it's fun because like like you were saying it's, it's a little more attainable for me and that's why that was one of the reasons why I kind of was moving into it just balance and like what the reason why I think that's something that you need to ask yourself so I've had a lot of girls ask me, why did I switch? Or yeah. like, what was that reason? Mm -hmm. And it, it just was what did I want out of life and why I really wanted a pro card. I wanted an IFBB pro card more than anything. And I didn't really like unpack why until I got off stage off nationals where I realized like this goal I've been working for six, seven years, it was still another two, three years in a way. And it just, and I'm like, is this actually something that I can do if I still want it? Right. And why am I, you know, why am I doing two hours of cardio and eating a thousand calories and just feeling miserable, missing out on social events, missing out on, you know, my prime twenties, is this mm -hmm. worth it? Am I risking my health? And that was for me. It's not, I'm not, I don't want to hate on right. my body. I owe everything to it. Right. I love it. It's just for what I wanted. I 
I still, I wanted a platform for fitness. That was it. And when I yeah. realized that's what the part was, I'm like, it's not about where I earn it. I was like, if I can still get a competitive drive in a different federation that works better with my natural genetics, what I like mm-hmm. to eat, train, what I want my life to look like, then why it doesn't matter where I can compete right. anywhere. Just uh, that's what I wanted. I said, I, I want a platform to launch a business, to inspire athletes. And I don't need to be shredded to do it. And I can do it in my own way. So that's kind of why I switched. And I like fitness and I like fashion. So yeah. I liked it. It's a perfect combination. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that mentality though. Like, I feel like it's the same kind of thing of, okay, this isn't working for me at say like, I want to achieve a certain role at a corporate job. Okay. It's not going to happen for me here. I haven't been promoted in five, six years. I'm going to switch jobs and it's not because I'm giving up on my dream. I'm just finding a way to make it feasible. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's just, this isn't something that I'm doing. Like, like it's not working. I'm like, I'm after, after nationals, like I, I prepped hard. Yeah. That like that, what that at the time, that was my best. Mm-hmm. Like when I got on stage four nationals, like I couldn't, I couldn't have given anything else. Like I pushed myself into the ground. I, I, that I peaked. And that's when I looked at that and I looked at the winners. I'm like, I am still years away. Yeah. And it's, and it sucks to realize like you're so close. So yeah, I could still work towards it and everything, but my, what, what is my life going to look like? Exactly. You know? So yeah. I, like I had to do some, some soul searching and it was hard. It was very emotional. I cried a lot about it because yeah. it was like, you know, you're grieving a part, you're grieving a part of your goals and mm-hmm. I don't like giving up. And it kind of felt like, oh man, am I giving up? Am I going to regret this? Am I going to regret this for the rest of my life? But the thing is like, you're never going to know. And I really right. realized that of, well, what if it was, you don't know if it was going to be worse or is it going to be better? Like, I don't know that. And so I kind of stopped. I just, I, I stopped being, I had to decide because I was really wishy-washy at the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. At, at first I didn't change my physique and it was just, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm trying to a, a stop in the detour. And I had mm-hmm. little hope of maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'll get that pro card bit later. And I'm just going to do this for one in my off season. And then I'll do what I'll figure out. I do one. And then maybe I'll come back and halfway through that prep, I talked to one of my close friends and I was telling her like, Oh, okay. So I don't know, maybe I'm going to do this. And I was just going back and forth of, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go here and just, you know, like basically go all in or, but I was always thinking like, okay, I'm going to have a backup plan. I'm going to have a backup plan in case this doesn't work. I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, just stop that. She's like, you got to pick. Yeah. If, you, if you're, if you're going to go, if you're going to go back then don't do it at all yeah you got to put your heart into it yeah she's like you can't you can't be half in and half out Mm -hmm. so then like halfway through that prep it was like March and I think I was I don't know I was like four weeks out I was like all right I'm gonna go all in so I just mentally was like all right I'm gonna fully commit to this and I started practicing posing even more even harder and at that point and like it was March I was like four weeks out I officially let go of any dreams of IPB, yeah. whatever it was. I was like, that's not me anymore. I decided that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to try to get a pro card here. And I wrote in my journal every single day, you know, I will get a pro card yep. or I'll get my WF, I'll get first place and first place. And I would just, I believed, I fully believed it. And when I practiced my posing, I would like envision it and envision it. And then like it happened and it was weird. It was <laughs> Weird. It was weird because on stage they were, uh, I, there was another girl, my, I competed in fitness at the time. So the fitness mm-hmm. does the costumes and I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. So I was like, right. whatever, I'm fitness bikini, who knows? So, you know, they're announcing winners and she, she got second place. And so there were only two of us. And so I ended up getting first. It's like, yeah, that's amazing. I haven't won a show since 2017. This right. has been a long time. Um, and then after you, they decide if you are ready to turn pro after you get first, cause it's not a guarantee. It's only if they want to like, believe that you're ready for that. Right. So on stage, they're like, okay, you know, no, I got first. And then I'm just waiting like crickets. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, and they're saying like, congratulations, you just turned to the pro league. And 
my brain couldn't register it because yeah, the adrenaline. You've probably been hearing it in your own mind too, where you're like, yes. Are people actually saying this? Or am yes. I still in well, my journal? You're like, call my, yes, call my name, call my number, and I'm manifesting it. And you're like, you have your number in your head, and you have so many things, and you're just like, look, smile. It's like your yeah. core. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, everything's going to be fine. And then it like happens, and I couldn't, like, I, I didn't, I didn't, so I had no idea that was going on. So I kind of registered <laughs> it. But I didn't know if they're talking to someone else. And so I just had my little trophy and just went like I raised like I didn't have like a moment. I just like raised my hand and walked off stage and I took a deep breath. And then Hannah, my friend Hannah comes and she just comes running and was like, Oh my gosh, you did it. And I was like, I did what? She's like, you just turned pro. And I was like, I did. She's like, Yeah. I'm yeah weren't you there yeah I was like okay great this is so fun and then it kind of like it doesn't hit you until later right you're like on stage the adrenaline is really high you don't really realize it and you're just kind of like okay now what and it's the the show's not over so you still like I still had to go on stage for bikini and change into my dress and so it was a whole thing it's like oh my gosh, I just turned pro. I had my wings and bikini on. So I throw my bikinis around and I'm changing dresses and I get on my gown and I'm already like on top of the, I just turned pro. I'm in a gown. I'm going back on stage. We're eating cookies backstage. It's great. And the, you know, the show's kind of like over. So you're like, you're just, we're eating a lot of cookies backstage and we're going back on stage. And so I didn't even care. I didn't like, I don't care how I do in the place in bikini. I'm done. I'm pro. I'm going to let me just go celebrate with my friends and family, but we're going on stage. And then it was my friend's time. It was Hannah. She, then I was waiting for her to turn pro. So then I ended up placing in bikini. I got third and I didn't even expect that. So that was great. And then she turned pro and it was like a whole thing. And it was just, it was like the best weekend it was, it was really fun. And the same thing, like for pro debut, like it just, it was in Vegas. It was like, it just, everything about it has been really fun and I've enjoyed it. It looks so fun. What are the different components of the show? Cause it seems like it's, you said it's a multi-day thing and it's structured a lot differently than like MPC. So like, what the heck are you preparing for? What are you doing? (laughs) Um, okay, so it's a three-day event. Saturday is your show day, and it depends. So the they have their their world is like their big pro show. It's their world championship, right? Um, and that's uh, I think it's a two-day event. It's a pro and it's an amateur show. So mm-hmm. that's like where you have a pre-judging in the morning, similar to normal bodybuildings, and then they have the finals, which is a pay-per-view. They do placements. So your individual, you do an individual routine where you're in a bikini and you do a T-walk and comparisons all in the morning. Um, And then you don't do gowns until the night. So then you come back at the night. Bikini and wellness does gowns, fitness and figure do costumes, which is a little bit different. And then they have men's federations and they do I think they do suits. I'm not, I don't really know a lot about that, but they do something. Um, but for the women, it's either you have every, like all divisions have the bikini for comparisons and individuals. Right. And then you'll either come back and do a gown round Mm -hmm. or do costumes. And then they do fitness gets their awards in their costumes. And then, um, bikini and wellness do awards in their gowns at the very night. So that's show day. And then working it way backwards, they usually do a two day thing. So media day is one day prior to the show. So that would be like a Friday and it's themed. So you'll get the theme, like, I don't know, six to eight weeks before the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you are, it's like, a. it depends on what the theme is. Our theme for worlds was, um, black tie or pearls and diamonds or something nice. like that. But it's, it's up to you to kind of, you just dress up for the theme, really anything goes, but it's just a fun event to dress up for it. Sometimes it's color themes. They did like a neon for our, my amateur show is neon day. So everyone was in like neon gowns, jumpsuits, whatever (laughs) you want, like whatever you want, like two pieces, skirts, just something fun to wear in a theme or they've done like 
a white theme or a purple theme or a blue theme or whatever it is. So they, mm -hmm. everyone gets the theme. So you match that theme. Um, it's a couple hours. Um, media day is specifically just to mingle and take pictures. That's right. what it is there for. So they have different backgrounds. Um, again, like it's just a chance to network with everyone and walk around in outfits. <laughs> and, and that's what it's for. A lot of people are doing photo shoots because you have your hair and makeup done. So you can do right. photo shoots but it's a couple hours where everyone just like networks get excited for the show they do have some media covers where they'll do like um interviews with different athletes and things like that too that's friday and then it, usually thursday evening is registration night so that's um it's where you dress up in a gown and this can be anything and um it's kind of like dress to impress you want to you look, look your best and make a good first impression yeah. because you're going to meet all the competitors you're going to meet the judges you'll check in for the show so you'll bring you'll have like a you know a piece of paper your id that you registered for the show they'll yeah, yeah. give you your number they'll just go over the weekend what to expect when to be where to be any kind of rules or times deadlines just a couple motivational speeches and that happens for a couple hours thursday night so that's kind of like what you're preparing for. So ideally you, you know, you get in shape and then you have like a suit, a gown, and you have right. th three different outfits. You have your registration dress, you will have a media day outfit that's to the theme. Then you have like a gown and a, and a bikini and you just get in shape. So you have all your outfits planned. And then if you do photo shoots, so basically you just get outfits ready, planned, and that's it. Sounds that's, fun. that's really what sounds, sounds like fun. a good time to me. Yeah. How did you get like, cause I feel like this is a little up and coming still, at least in my corner of the world. Like I hadn't really heard of it before I started following you. How did you yeah. get involved? How did you find like somebody to coach you or did you coach yourself? Like, how did you yeah. transition? Um, okay. So this is odd. So okay. I, I'm because I am a suit designer with Angel Competition Bikinis, right. we were interested in these bikinis because I would see them and I was just, I like, obviously I love bikinis. Right. So I would like, look at these bikinis. Why can't we do these? Why? Like, I want to do these. Like they had these intricate beads and feathers right. and fur. And I'm like, what is, what is this for? So I started just researching uh, bikinis and then mm -hmm. I stumbled across this federation mm -hmm. and, um, I did not originally want to do this. This was originally for me to give to my friend Hannah and right. tell her that it was like, hey, this would be great for you. Because at the time she was a retired Olympian. So she didn't want to get shredded again. Yeah, and it's different. She, I was like, what if you did this? I was like, what if we made you a bikini for this? Yeah. And you, she's like, oh my God, yes, let's do it. So she started her journey into this and she found a local uh, posing coach. And mm -hmm. so every single week me and her were meeting to design her suit. And as she was learning about what they were wanting from it, she would, we would just have phone calls and she would start telling me of like, Oh, this is what I learned. It's going to be so fun. It's different, all that stuff. So every time that we get on a phone call, it's like, this sounds really fun. Yeah. I was like, I'm very intrigued. And I'm like, ah, I don't know anyway. But then yeah. I was like, wait, then that like, came in the I guess the seed was planted and I wanted to do it so I'm like well what if I did it with you yeah and I was scared I was scared to like ask her that because it was supposed to be like her show and everything and I'm like but this would seem really fun and I was like hey I want to ask you and I kind of want to do this too would it be okay if I did it with you and like of course she was like oh my gosh yes that'd be so much fun let's do it together we get all this stuff and so i was like okay great so then we we're doing it together uh we ended up working with the same posing coach so for posing i had a um i kind of just studied online and just right. researched what i could of like okay who are the winners what can i find through hashtags through the page what right. and i started looking up what posing routines were online i looked on youtube i looked everywhere that i could and just started learning myself um and then i you know my posing coach we worked together and i just started learning those different types of posing and i still stayed with team elite so adam bonia is my was my coach for my first two shows right. so we we still were working together and it was different but i would show him pictures it was like this is the bikini winners, world champions, like this is what they look like. It right. seems like 
what they're wanting. Uh, I was like, what it looks like to me is a hybrid athlete of like bikini slash wellness. That's maybe like six to eight weeks out. It's like they're lean, but they're not overly lean. Right. Like you could have some body fat, but then I figured out how judging works. I'm like, okay, it doesn't really matter. Like the physique is important to be in shape, but it's specific to each girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you need to be a certain criteria. It's, mm-hmm. it's, there's more of an emphasis through judging through overall posing presentation, overall, like marketability glam, like how you right. actually like own your own look. It's not right. about looking for the best body. It's like, we're looking for like the best you know, presence on stage. That's right. So that was different. Um, but that's kind of how I got into it. So we started just taking feedback from my posing coach and just like really more like doing like a normal ish prep. We kind of reduced my training from six days a week to five days a week. We added in some quads and we took out shoulders almost completely. Um, because my shoulders were very developed, so I didn't need right. to grow them. So I added some more heavy compound lifts for legs. And that was a little bit of how we did it. Awesome. That's, I love that story. And I love that you are a bikini designer as well, just because someone's got to do it. And it seems like a lot harder than it, than it is, or no, is a lot harder than it seems. That's what I meant. Um, so I don't want to keep you for too much longer, but what do you think is in store for you next? Because you have this going on. You have your bikinis, like you said, going yeah. on, like you're, you're doing a lot. What, what are your, ne- what's next on your journey? Um, it's a very good question. It's an interesting time that you're bringing this up. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, um, right now, so I'm still working for Ava competition bikinis and mm-hmm. we're very busy. So I help with their fashion shows. So I have a very busy schedule for this year. I'm only planning on doing one prep. So I'm going to do worlds again. And August is the plan. And I'm obviously going to try to like, to win it <laughs> yeah yeah try to win it but i'm realistically gonna try to place in top five and top three so those are the kind of places to get in top five and then ideally get in top three and eventually try to win it that would be like kind of the goals as far right. as competing goes um and then starting to build my own personal like online coaching brands nice. and help different athletes so it's gonna be you know prep athletes if they want to lifestyle and posing. So that's, what's going on in the background and then content creation. So I have like three mm-hmm. kind of different avenues of entrepreneur is my long-term and then it's online coaching and being able to take lifestyle and athletes and doing posing. So I'm kind of just doing as much as I can and just kind of seeing what works and where it takes me. Cause I like to stay busy and I love designing bikinis. So I'm doing a little bit of everything. So that's where I'm growing as a online trainer and personal coach. I feel you. I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat. I've been doing the online training for a while, but maybe if I decide to bite the bullet one day and compete, uh, you'll be the first person that I call. Yes, please, please call me. I'd love to. You seem like you're doing well for yourself. Oh, yes. Thank you. I I trust you. Um, Do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you on all the social medias and whatnot? Yes. Okay. So on Instagram, it's just my name. It's Savannah Sharp with two P's. So it's S A V A N A S H A R P P. Um, And then on TikTok, it's my name, Savannah Sharp. On YouTube, it's my name, Savannah Sharp. Uh, I do have my own podcast. If you would like to listen to, it's called cupcakes and protein shakes. And that Love is that. for, you know, interviews with other athletes as well. If you need some inspirations, those are everywhere you can find me. I love that. And I love that name. Cause that's honestly what I live by. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Little cupcake, little protein shake. Got to balance each other out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope that some girl is listening to this being like, wait, I think I want to do that. I like sparkly Thanks. bikinis. And yes. you've inspired another another person. I know. I, yeah. If you, so if you guys are listening to this and you love all the glam, just let me know. I'd love to help. You can always DM me if you guys have questions. Yeah. And if you're very confused on what we've been talking about for the last 40 minutes, just look at her Instagram. You'll see it. Yep. It'll You'll make see sense. it and it'll <laughs> click. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure that you sign up for my 30-day challenge and use the code podcast to get 30% off liftswithliz.com or liftswithlizcoaching.com. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. We're almost at 1K. 
at Lifts with Liz. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. And follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Have a lovely week. You're already one day down. And I'll see you next Monday, I promise. (laughs) 